are going to be people that speculate and flip these things, in which case those will be open market pieces and that's totally fine. But for our members that really care, that want to have those diamond hands, we jokingly call it like diamond wings, where if you're holding on to them and you get to these higher tiers, we want to then give you the outsize, the bulk of the rewards and do very special things for that smaller subset of community that is really engaged. Hey everyone, Kevin Rose here. Really excited for today's episode. It is a Twitter spaces that we did recently that talks about our brand new upcoming PFP project directly from Proof, our official PFP called Moonbirds. Before we get into that though, a quick little recap on where we are today and why we decided to expand into this new project. As you may remember back in December, we launched a private collectors group called the Proof Collective. It was a thousand members. It was sold via Dutch auction as an NFT. So the price went all the way down from five ETH and it eventually sold out at one ETH. At that time, I believe that was around $25, $2,600 US. And then as we started to deliver projects, artist collaborations, really delivered on the private discord and then dropped the Grails project that came from Proof, the price of that just skyrocketed. And as of today, at the time of this recording, we just hit our all-time high and sold one for 53 ETH, which was $165,000 for a single Proof Collective pass. That, of course, is just madness. I didn't even ever expect it to hit these numbers. And so obviously, this prices out a lot of people. And the number one question I receive is, when are you going to do something else and how can we get more people involved in all things Proof? And the answer to that is Moonbirds. Like many of the other really popular PFP collections that are out there, Moonbirds are 10,000 birds, all with very unique attributes and a ton of utility added on to the collection. So it is beautiful artwork and it can obviously stand alone as just art, but the real unlock is what happens once you receive yours and you start using a mechanic we call nesting that gives you more rewards that unlock over time. This is gonna be a fantastic project and I want to give you a heads up because it's launching on April 16th. So have a listen. And in this episode, I'm joined by Justin Mazel, who's my co-founder and head of design and Ryan Carson, who is our COO. Welcome everyone. Um, happy Friday, GM. It is. Uh, it, I gotta tell you, I'm a little beat, guys. Uh, <laughs> it has been like like Justin with the red eye. I've just been bouncing around, uh, flying around, and just landed back last night, and uh, I got a little bit of sleep, and but now back at it. I gotta tell you, um, my wife was she was super cool this morning. She's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get the kids up. You just lay in bed." And I'm like, "Well, I." I, that means my laptop needs to open up because I need to start working. <laughs> got a lot to do. So, oh my God. Yeah, a lot of fun work. Yeah. So I, I think that, um, you know, today's call, uh, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do is, is kind of bring the community along for the ride and what we're building over a proof and all the things that we're doing with Moonbirds and that is rapid approaching. Um, we haven't set a date for that, um, but we kind of have internally and we probably talk about that and just... Uh, we do. Oh, yeah. And mention that as well. And then... Um, yeah, anything else that you all want to cover or should we jump into that? I think we should jump into that. I mean, I, I think that's where everyone's here. I know that we've got a huge uh, group of proof um, members joining us, plus a, a ton of our, our friends in the NFT space. So yeah, I think we should just jump straight into Moonbirds. Um, yeah, just, okay. uh, just a reminder to everyone, though, that is a proof member. If you have questions, um, throw them into the Discord 
in uh, the collective lounge and I'll do my best to, to field those for the group. Fantastic. All right. So uh, let's do it. So Moonbirds is um, going to be our official proof PFP. And we are excited, um, you know, for those that you that don't know, something called the Proof Collective, it's a thousand members, some pretty hardcore, serious um, uh, NFT collectors that are a member of our private discord. Um, and it is a, the NFT looks like a pass, like, like a, like a card. And so no one wants that as their profile photo. It's not, I don't, it's, it, it's a beautiful pass though. A, Justin did a killer job. The are so kind. It's true, but, but they aren't, you know, <laughs> optically while the aesthetics are on point, it's not optically unique. And I think everybody is a unique individual in this space. And I think that having that is uniquely yours is a beautiful thing. Yeah. It, it, it's, I don't know if you, even if you would have made unique passes, if people still want a card as their profile photo, but you don't want a, pa- a pass for a head. No, not for telling you. <laughs> but one of the, okay, the, the um, you know, one of the things that we realized is, is proof as a podcast has been just, and thank you to everyone that's listened to any of the episodes that we've, we've produced. And you probably noticed that now that we have Ryan on board, we're actually able to create even more content, which is just absolutely killer. Um, so <laughs> yeah, thank you, Ryan, for contributing um, to that side of things. The audience on the proof podcast is, is just blown up and it's, it's been massive. So, you know, we've got 150,000 plus people that are listening to this, um, on, on the podcast. But the issue has always been, you know, we've got this proof collective and it's a thousand people. And, you know, at, at first I thought I, I really had no clue, you know, how many people would want to be a part of this. Um, we launched it. It sold out at around one ETH when it hit the floor and then it bounced up to, you know, what was the, I, I don't even know. Do you guys know what it hit at 1.30 plus ETH or something? Yeah, I think it's up to 40 Is today. It? Okay. So yeah, it kind of bounces in, in the thirties and, and now it's hanging out around 40. Yeah. So obviously that prices out a lot of people and in, including myself, because I, <laughs> I could have held back so many and I, I did, <laughs> I did because yep. I wanted to, uh, I always thought I'd just be able to pick one up on the secondary. I'm like, Oh, if a friend needs one, I'll just grab one for an ETH or two off the secondary. And he, even that's a lot of, but yeah, oops, you know, how can we get more people's involved in proof and what we do we've got this massive audience that's listening to the podcast how can we get bring the community along for the ride um and expand proof in a thoughtful way that doesn't dilute the uh, initial proof collective because what we have there is special we're going to keep that what it is um and of course a pfp makes a ton of sense because we've seen pfps uh be very successful in terms of community building in terms of people rallying around um you know what they would consider to be their movement their their tribe that they found and so for us at Proof, you know, it's always been about information and knowledge and um, curation with a point of view. So, you know, really cutting through all the crap that's out there and finding you the best things to pay attention to, the up and coming artists to pay attention to. Um, and then also doing some really crazy projects like Grails that I'm sure a lot of you have seen and that we build internally at, at Proof. So we wanted to create an extended membership um, that gives you, um, you know, access to some of the things that we do in the future, including our conference that we're throwing live next year. And for us, owls made a lot of sense because they are these all-seeing creatures. Uh, they are always seen as kind of being wise. Um, and Justin just makes them so darn cute that they also <laughs> check that box as well. Uh, they are super cute. They're, they're super cute. So thanks, y'all. Uh, you've done a fantastic job, man. The, the, the different attributes and everything. I'm a good time. Yeah, it's it, it's it's going to be a fun fun launch. So let's talk about just the overarching. Uh, drop, and then we'll get into some specifics around marketing plans. What is this thing we call nesting? Kind of our long-term vision for it, how it's different than a lot of other projects that are out there. So in total, obviously, uh, you know, CryptoPunks sets the standard here. 10K drops are, are I, I will say, I'm, I am seeing them get larger. Some, you know, um, Gary Vee has a massive audience and his next drop is going to be much larger than 10K. And that makes a lot of sense um, for, for him. Yeah. 
for us, we're going to stick to the same game plan, 10,000 in total. We're holding 20% of the supply held back for the proof collective. So those 1,000 initial believers in what we did, they get two each. They can gift them to a friend. They can do whatever they want. They can sell them on the secondary market. Highly encourage them to, to hold uh, them, but we'll talk about why that is uh, mm-hmm. here in a minute. Um, so we're going to hold back. So in addition to that, so that's 20% of the supply for the proof collective. Um, in addition to that, we have 100, which is 1% of the supply that are going to be held back for proof the corporation. And our plans for that are to use these for partnerships, you know, very influential celebrities and not in the terms of, hey, here's just a free one. Um, you know, put it on your profile, but people that really truly want to be involved and active in the community and they can give deeper than just a swapping out their profile photo for a publicity stunt. We want people that are, that believe in the vision that we're going to create long term here. And, um, we'll have those, uh, sitting on the side when those opportunities pre- present themselves. So really excited. I, I can't make any announcements today, but I'm talking to some people that are, you know, I would say at this point, kind of global household names that when they get excited about something, they can really move a lot of interest and shift culture and get proof in the same conversation as some of the things that are out there. You know, for us, it's like, you know, you hear of all the big projects, everyone knows CryptoPunks, everyone knows Bored Apes. Like we want proof to be one of those top five projects that is in the conversation of culture around the world. So that's what a lot of these are going to be uh, put towards. Um, we also are going to be holding back uh, a very small number, 25 for proof team members, our staff, like when they're hired on to have bird and, you know, be proud of, of being part of proof. Um, and then lastly, in terms of, uh, of how we're distributing these, we're gonna have 20 or so that we'll hold back for advisors and, and, and contributors in different ways. So if you think of this as, um, the people that are building our smart contracts, like we, the team divergence, fantastic engineering team. Um, that have mm, so have done all of our stuff to date. They they, they innovated and did on chain uh, Dutch auctions, uh, and that was a first for us when we uh, initially launched launched the Proof Collective. Um, you know, we want them to be rewarded as well as someone that's putting in a lot of time and effort and code and making all this stuff happen. And then the other thing that is really important to us is that let's just call up the elephant in the room. Like we're three white dudes sitting up here, and we want to make sure that all cultures and backgrounds are represented in the traits that we build. And so we're going to have some advisors that we bring on to help us define the attributes and traits that go into the final version of what becomes Moonbirds. And we want to make sure to compensate them um, as advisors with with some of these as well. So um, yeah, that's a, a big a piece of this. Um, all right. So let's see. What uh, what do you all want to cover next? I know we've got some some stuff to, to get into. What do you think uh, we should get into next? I think um, a lot of folks want to know about the mint dynamic, yeah. Um, and I and ideally the the mint date. Um, so if if we can reveal those two things, that'd be exciting. And then I think then we should talk about our vision for the future of Moonbirds, um, which is why we're truly ex- truly excited. Like this is just way 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 more than a PFP project. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, so yeah, why don't you kind of guide us through that conversation? For sure. So um, I don't want to. Well, let, let me let me start off with saying that. We had this really, so Team Divergence, um, and they did Chain. they've done a bunch of other really amazing fully on-chain things that people said could be done. Divergence has done in Solidity. I'm not talking about for our project, I'm talking about for the other projects that they've worked on. They're some of the best uh, engineers that I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if they mentioned their, yeah, they mentioned their names. So Aaron, uh, who, who's one of the main engineers there, 
just dual MD, PhD, ex-Google engineer, like does things on chain that are, are next to impossible. He has this like, you know, hold my beer mentality. Let me go after it. If, it, if, if someone <laughs> says it can't be done, like, let me do it. Right. And so one of the things and I won't, uh, that I know that we mentioned before um, to the community is that we wanted to do this idea of a, a pay what you want um, kind of blind bid type system um, to be done. And I will say that while we wanted to do that, we have to make sure that technology is ready for prime time. And um, yep. Divergence needs some more time to to work on on that mechanic. Uh, it won't be in time for this launch. So the only other two ways that we had to approach this launch are either just choose a flat fee um, or do a, a Dutch auction. And the Dutch auction worked really well for us um, the first time around we did the Proof Collective. Um, you know, we started off with a five ETH um, and it went all the way down to one ETH. Some people bought in all along the way. I'm sure if you were looking to flip it right and you bought in at five ETH, you were probably pretty upset when you saw that it ended up at one ETH. But ultimately, when we look at the prices today around 40, uh, you wouldn't be pissed, right? So uh, the, the Dutch auction mechanic is interesting because it's saying, it's raising your hand and saying, I don't know what to charge for this. It allows you to go out and what we're doing is we're saying we're going to start at 2.8. E. We do not think it'll sell out at 2.5 ETH. Otherwise, we would just set it at 2.5 ETH and say, go for it. There would be a flat price. Um, but it works its way back down over the course of a few hours. And we extended the timeline out uh, quite a bit this time. So I think it's over a total of six hours that the auction will take place. And the reason for that is we didn't want any kind of crazy everyone rushing in all at the same time. We want to do these thoughtful steps down in pricing. So 2.5 ETH all the way down to 0.1 ETH. And then it sells out where it sells out. You know, it, 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 my gut is is that it's going to be a lot less than 2.5. Um, and if this were just any other standard PFP project that didn't have any utility associated with it and that didn't have any long-term plans, then 100% we would just, you know, post this at 0.1 ETH and let it sell out, right? Like that, that's just the easy right. thing. But because we know what we want to build behind the scenes, to power the utility for this long term, um, it's it's something where we would like to, quite frankly, just capture more upside. I think this is right. a really piece to nail because, in some sense, people can say, "Well, um, that, that's a greedy thing. Like you, you, you're taking more money here, you're charging more for this." And my response to that would be that you you have to understand that as proof who we are is it's it's not just three people getting together and doing a launch and then we're like, "Okay, let's divvy this up three ways." That's not the way it works. Like. What we've done is we've created Proof Holdings Inc. It's a it's it's a real corporation with payroll, with benefits, with the the works. We pay our taxes, all that stuff. When when these when this drop goes live, and we sell these pieces, they sell either one ETH or half ETH or whatever. When this actual ETH hits our wallet, what happens is we work with our accounting firm. We recognize it as revenue. We pay taxes on it, and it goes back into the corporation. So not a single drop of ETH hits any of our accounts personally that's not the way it works that's all it's all being reinvested back and building the team and and I, I was talking a lot about this and um in the discord last night and saying you know say that say that it, it ends up mining out at one eth right so we'll raise around eight thousand eth um we're gonna need a team of probably 50 people to 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 realize our vision right, right? and so in reality eight thousand eth may sound like a lot but it, it will it will fund us for about 18 months right so we're, we're here to build. Yes. You know. and, and if you missed it, you know, and, and you're wondering, hey, what are some of these things that we're alluding to? On our YouTube channel, um, you will find something about future proof. 
Um, and that lays out in detail the plans for the next six months on our roadmap, some of those things that we're doing. Yeah, I mean, that includes a conference. It includes a whole slew of different things. And our take on the metaverse, which we'll get into, because I think metaverse is a very loaded term these days. Um, it means a lot of th- different things, a lot of different people. Uh, our version is, I will tell you with 100% certainty, unlike any other that is going to be built out there, we have no interest in creating this never-ending 3D world that you're trying to fight for your mouse cursor back, and then you had to remember to hit the escape key, <laughs> and um, you know, not doing, not that. doing that. So, uh, the capital will be put to to, to very good use. Um, uh, rest assured, and, and we'll be fully transparent. You'll get to see all the things that we're building. Um, yeah, if this was just a standard PFD, you know, art project that would be very different, um, and we wouldn't need the capital, right? Because it would just be right. Whatever round says is where they the artist makes a bunch of money, which is great, and they divide it up and they move on to the next thing. But this is something. Right. We pl- and then, yeah, go ahead. The, the other thing I want to remind folks, you know, we, we have two big goals here. The first is to raise capital to build and build and build, right? And uh, deliver something that you all are absolutely going to love. Um, and Moonbirds are, are the key to that. And again, we'll, we'll talk more about it. But the second thing is we want to expand the Proof community, right? And so right now we have a thousand amazing members, but at 40 ETH, it's completely inaccessible. So the idea is, well, let's expand the membership or let's not expand the membership. Let's expand the community. Um, so more people can have exposure to uh, uh, some of the benefits of proof. And here's what's happening, right? So at 2.5 ETH, it's not going to min out at 2.5 ETH. We'd be shocked if that happened. It'll tick down. The market will decide the right entry point, And we will get a lot of new folks into the ecosystem that, that are not there. Um, and, you know, a good example is I am texting back and forth with my nephew. My nephew is I think, 17 or 18. Um, he's brand new to collecting and he and three friends are really excited about pulling their money and grabbing a moonbird so that they can get into this community. And that's our goal here too, to expand that community. And we're really excited to see that happen. And just to be clear, what do you get if, if you own a, mo- a moonbird inside the proof discord, we're going to have specific channels that are token gated for moonbird holders and all proof holders will also have access to those channels. So there'll be this really cool way for for proof members to, to mingle and hang out with Moonbird holders. So just want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and, and I think that this brings up a, 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 the next important piece, which is how is this BFP different than the rest that are out there? And what does it mean to be building a kind of utility first BFP? And one of the things that as, as product builders and people that have built things at scale before, which all of us on the call here have, it, you have to find this balance of what is something that you can build that's unique and novel and exciting but not too complicated. We don't want this to be something where you have to read 15 page, you know, document to understand what's going the mechanics behind <laughs> the scenes. I mean, some of these projects are nuts. I have hats off like Math Castles and some of the other ones there. Math Castle. Yeah. It's like you read them and you're like, what? There's like a mad scientist behind this doing amazing things, but you have to set aside like a weekend to figure it out. Right. And so <laughs> yeah. our, our plan is that birds uh our birds our moon birds they they will nest it's called nesting and what that is <laughs> is it. it's very simple it's 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 basically it's non-custodial staking which what that means it's a fancy way of saying that the moon bird nft never leaves your wallet but the divergent smart contract uh crew has figured out a way to flip something behind the scenes inside of the nft that prevents it from being sold um so it, it's a way of saying i'm committed to the community I want to lock up my Moonbird and I want to start to receive benefits as I lock it up. So you can imagine there'll be a leaderboard of the most locked up, the longest locked up Moonbirds. 
And in, in our mind, we want to make it really simple. We'll have different tiers of nests. So you may start off with a very basic kind of straw nest, and then you upgrade your nest over time the longer you have locked up your moonbird with us. Now, why, why do this at all? What does this mean? So the interesting thing about PFP projects in general is that when you think about utility PFPs, when you have 10,000 people that own something, let's just say there's 9,000 unique people that own them. Some people own two or whatever, right? And you have a little capital to, to deliver benefits to those members. If they're all on the same level playing field, you you really don't have a whole lot of money to spend into these benefits and to provide benefits for everyone. It ends up being like, uh, your benefit is you get like a t-shirt in the mail and a little engraved pen that says, you know, the project's name on it, right? Because it, it, would, be, it would be a lot of capital to send out 10,000 packages if it's, if it's in real life stuff or, yeah. or throw big events. But there are going to be people that speculate and flip these things, in which case those will be open market pieces and that's totally fine. But for our members that really care, that want to have those diamond hands, we jokingly call it like diamond wings, where if you're holding on to them and you get to these higher tiers, we want to then give you the outsize, the bulk of the rewards, and do very special things for that smaller subset of community that is really engaged. So I'll give you a couple real-world examples. One thing I know that for certain is that we want a way for you to be proud and, and to show off uh, your Moonbird and tell other people about it. So we're going to have, a, you know, at 30 days or so of nesting your Moonbird, all of a sudden when you come to the website, you'll see your little bird sitting there and it's nesting. You'll be presented with a form and say, congratulations, you've hit that 30-day mark. And with two clicks, you'll be able to ship to you, uh, you know, a 200, 100 sticker pack of your individual Moonbird with the Moonbird number and ID on it. You can choose to include a QR code or not that links back to your Twitter profile or, or elsewhere and have that pack arrive to you in the mail. It's not that exciting, but it's cool in that you'll be starting to receive swag and other things coming directly to you based on the fact that you've presented to yourself that you really care about the community. And we're going to have a fun little channel that'll be Moonbird sightings from all around the globe. Um, as you see these stickers appear in various locations, of course, that are, that are legal to do so. And <laughs> always the stipulation. Yeah, always the stipulation. But it, it's an example of as things, as time goes on and as you hit these higher tiers, there's going to be greater and greater benefits in terms of the things that we do both in real life, in terms of the way that we do things delivered to you also digitally as well. So you can imagine airdrops get better the longer that you stake that play into our metaverse. We might airdrop you virtual land that is part of our metaverse. Like there's a, a ton of things. And I'll give you an example, one that I'm not ready to commit to today, but this is a wild one. So you can imagine that if we launch down the road, a, a DAO, like an overarching DAO for this, and there's a token associated with this, and this is a big if. So you have to understand there's regulatory stuff that we need to get through. There's time that we need to get through. We want to build up Moonbirds into something really special first. But the longer you hold it, the more participation you would get in that type of network. Like for me... And I say this with nothing but love. I love what Board Apes has done. They've built a fantastic community. They're to be respected on so many levels. But it was very odd to me that you could buy a Board Ape, and then the next day when they announced their Ape token, you got the same reward as every other Board Ape. That was weird. Like, to me, I feel right. like if you hold something for the long term, since day one, like, give the bulk of the benefits to those people that's had your back since day one. And like that, yeah, they should have gotten rewarded. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that's the difference in terms of like how we want to reward people over the long term as we expand. 
into all the projects that we end up doing in the future. Um, those, those people that are, that are well nested, it's not to say you can't leave your nest from time to time. When we can figure out. <laughs> well, well nested. <laughs> and I will say this, like the coolest part about it was it, like, this feels like such a cool way to think about, I mean, all this is, is it's a lever. It's a lever for us to take a look at the project, look at, look at how somebody has been a part of it. You know, when they kind of joined in on something like this. And to us, it feels like a really fair and equitable mechanic to really consider when it comes to how to get people engaged, how to keep them as a part of this amazing community. And so to me, I just think there's something really powerful about being able to look at this as a way to enable even more awesome things to happen as you're there, rather than, you know, which, uh, which, you know, uh, type you minted, which is a roll of the dice or just like any other kind of mechanic. There's just something really special to me mm-hmm. about being able to think about it at that macro level. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And we're going to be able to reward you all if you, if you are loyal. Um, and you believe in what we're doing is there's an interesting question that came up from one of our proof members in our discord. And they said, well, how do you reconcile the desire for Moonbird holders to diamond hand by a nesting with the need to generate revenue through secondary sales? You know, why, why are we so interested in people not, not flipping their birds? Cause obviously we'll get a cut of secondary revenue. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great point. I, I think that there are naturally going to be people that at, at different price points, um, say, Hey, this is, this is something where. I need to diversify a little bit. I mean, we've seen this in, in Proof Collective Holdings. I remember this is an honest-to-God true story. Uh, well, it's not that hard to believe, so it's, it's, it's a true story. My buddy, <laughs> buddy of mine reached out when when the, the Proof Pass uh, hit 100 grand, and he was like 100 USD, you know, and, and he was like, hey, like, this is literally true. He's like, this this will put a new roof on my house. And he's like, yeah. he's like we're friends. He's like, are you cool this with is- me selling this? And I was like, dude, <laughs> absolutely, man. This is meaningful Take for profit. you. Take the profit, diversify into some other things, get that literal real roof on your house and uh, <laughs> do it. And that's fine. And, and so I think that, you know, there's going to be this interesting uh, mixture of people that at, at certain points will say, you know, I'm in this for the long term because I'm getting other um, drops that are coming in. And you'll have to right. also understand that, um, and there will be people, people that exit, that's totally fine too. But also know that Proof is building, we're not just a single revenue, like channel generating business. Like for us, we're going to be in a bunch of different areas, including our metaverse play, which will also have recurring revenue that is less about locking up things and more about the way that you design and build your own metaverse and what that looks like to you. So, you know, I, I don't think of it as, as something where, I, I would rather see more of the same people around the table and build real community, lasting friendships, more in real yes. life things than than care about you all flipping it and and us wanting to make more money on the flipping side. Yes, I I think that's the strongest point here is that we're trying to build a, a real community, right? We deeply care about building a group of people that care about each other, and we've seen that happen with Proof already. I, I I've never I've been in, you know in in the tech space for two decades and I've never seen a community that is, uh, as caring, as passionate, as inclusive, as just awesome as our proof members community. And so we're trying to amplify that with Moonbirds, right? We, we're not trying to build a business here where, where everybody wants to flip their birds and be in and out of the community. We actually want to build a community where you hold, um, and, and trust us, there are ways that we can generate really great revenue from that. Um, and, and we'll win, but the point is not to generate, you know, focus on flipping and generating revenue. That if way. we create a healthy, strong, 10,000 person strong community, good things will happen, including like the stuff that we decide in the future. Um, we'll gain a lot of community trust around the things that we're building 
Uh, I, I'm just not worried about it. And also, frankly, we're going to keep our team small so that while we are spending capital into this, like we, we want to, we will want to right size our team to, to the amount of revenue that we have coming in so that we can always prom- deliver on what we've promised. So it's not going to be, I've seen startups that have been mismanaged in the past that spend way too much money on certain types of things and they blow through their capital and they under deliver. Like we're seasoned entrepreneurs having started many startups. We will make sure to, to hit and, and land every single um, project that we put out there. So that's uh and that is the benefit of thinking about moonbirds as sort of like this is the beginning of a lot of what's going to come out when it comes to the products that we're building you know we think a lot about where does moonbirds fit into some of the products that we're, we already kind of have on the roadmap that we're already working on um and so there, there's going to be opportunities continually for us to think about you know how to, how to right size the team and how we balance revenue and all of these things but i mean just this this project specifically is about community it's about identity and about being a part of something and, and we'd love to see it uh, welcome a lot of great people in and keep them there. Yeah. Awesome. So um, should we talk about press related to it? I mean, that's a lot, that's some insider baseball stuff or what other things. Let's talk about the design a little bit because we haven't fully, I think yeah, it's there important we go. To, to the people know that they may have seen a few little leaked moonbirds here and there, but we have so many crazy attributes coming that we haven't even shown people. Justin, do you want to want to chat, uh, chat about kind of like, you know, your inspiration, what you think sets things apart from others? Yeah. You know, we were, um, we went through a lot of ideas together as a team, just thinking about you know, sort of what embodies kind of that spirit of curiosity, um, but also, you know, we, there's, there's so much intelligence in the group that we have and just so much knowledge being shared. Um, and, and the owl really felt like an interesting play to, to consider, you know, identity is a, is a strange thing, especially in the digital context. And so much about like how we represent ourselves. I think we see animals or, or something abstract because, you know, it doesn't quite as gendered or like, do I actually look like this character? There's something really cool about that degree of abstraction that sort of happens. And so that's kind of what led us to, to really considering that. And from there, we probably went through, God, I, I mean, at least like five or six rounds of iterations and thinking about like, how do we render, you know, uh, this, this sort of owl. Um, and it, it went through a lot of refinement and a lot of pushing. And where we ended up was this really interesting place where we went with a pixel route, um, but we wanted to be like high fidelity pixel work. And so for me, you know, as an illustrator, I absolutely love dimension. I love being able to illustrate like different surfaces and different materials. And like, what does it look like when you have like a a matte surface versus a shiny one? And so we did a whole lot of just kind of playing with like, how do you render this now in pixels? I had done some pixel art, but you know, I I was not a a pixel master and not now. Um, A lot of time in in testing out how would the materials look? How do we make sure this maps in a really cool way? And we ended up with this kind of like fidelity, I'd say closer to like, I mean, we joke about it, but it's like kind of like the Game Boy Advance era of pixel artwork where it's like yeah. full dimensional. It's like a little more colorful than just making something more flat. Yes, there's still a degree of abstraction, uh, but when you scale it is when I love it. I, I really love it when you see it really small because it feels like it was made to be like pocket size and it just it feels really good to me. Really cute. That's awesome. Yeah, and we have a lot of um, attributes that we have yet to unveil that are going to be a, a lot of fun. One of the things that I, I tasked Justin with and we went back and forth on a lot is, you know, there's the, the obvious like ones that you want to do that are just a, a fantastic tip of the hat of those that, became, that came for you. You know, when you think of like 3D glasses, I mean, that's like such an iconic CryptoPunk like original. And we wanted to have a couple of those. But I think largely when you take a look at a lot of the attributes that we're, we're coming up with, um, a, a good degree of them are, are just ones that are uniquely uh, built for Moonbirds. You know, they're right. the ones that we didn't want to just, you know, throw in an, another random slice of pizza somewhere or something like we, we wanted to come up with things that 
we thought were were fun and new and different in that way. Uh, I, so- I love the challenge that we had, Kevin, when we were talking like, what if every trait, you know, we could even think about like, what would we do with that trait? If we were to do a, a drop for somebody related to their traits, what might it look like? Or if we wanted to have, you know, we talked about these level, you know, with nesting, like if we were to give an, an IRL package for some people and we wanted to be trait specific, what, what would it look like? And so pretty much every single trait, we've got like a cool list of potential ideas or objects or way to think about what, what rewards could look like. And that's really pushed on us to like, Hey, is this unique? Have we seen it before? Um, what, how do we make this our own kind of thing? Or what are some objects that we would have loved to see, you know, in a collection? And we've done the same with the community asking them, what are some things that you'd like to see? What's a piece of your identity that you haven't seen represented elsewhere? And so these are all kind of the questions that we've kind of you know put to ourselves as creators as well. So we wanted to reward proof members um, specifically as well and allow them to rep their Moonbird, but also show that they're a, uh, in the proof collective. And so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to visually differentiate your Moonbird and that will happen um, you know, on chain with the actual Moonbird PFP. You won't have to have to do anything uh, it'll automatically validate that you hold a proof pass and therefore your meme board will have a really cool proof background so it's kind of a, a cool way to to show that you're in the proof collective yeah we'll have to we, and we'll give you more details on on exactly um kind of behind the scenes how that happens the only tricky part there is that we don't want if, if you're new to this project and you buy in know that that is just when they're in the same wallet when that disassociation happens, they they go back to their standard background, or they will have a standard background because we didn't want to give um, you know proof collective holders something that could then be sold and it would be confusing. You'd be like, oh, are you a member of the proof collective because you have a different background? And so it, it's going to be very clean and understandable by the time we launch it. But it it is going to be if you have a proof collective pass, you'll have a way to represent a different a different background, um, but but in a way that doesn't. Um, if those disassociate and break from each other's wallets, then they go back to a standard pass. So they can't be sold at a premium, I guess, is what I'm what I'm I'm getting at. Does that yep. make sense? Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Um, okay, so let's talk about anything else, Justin, you want to ch- um, touch on there in terms of the design side? Uh, only that, you know, I mean, we're still working on it. We still have uh, a little bit of a window where we're wrapping up a couple final things. So if you've got ideas of things that you want to see, like, lay it on me. And I know that saying that and that, six you know 660 uh open spaces is a lot but you know what i'll try to pull through and read through what i can so yeah make your voices heard yeah especially um looking for diversity of attributes as well and as i mentioned we're putting together that little advisory board of people making sure we represent different genders and different races and if there's certain things that that speak to you that would be important to see in this collection um we'd love to hear those as well so um dms are are open on on that front so that's Um, Oh, go ahead, Justin. Oh, I was just echoing. Absolutely. That's it. That's what I Absolutely. <laughs> um, Kevin, you know, I think um, one of the things I appreciate about you as a person, and I'm not kissing your ass here, is that you have kind of a, a quiet, um, almost um, calm take to life. And I don't know if it's because you meditate heavily or, or where you're coming from. Um, and that means that often you don't, uh, you don't shill any projects, right? You don't push hard. You don't, you don't spam people. Um, you just quietly kind of execute. And it's interesting because in our discord, a lot of folks are saying, Hey, we, we actually want to, to see the marketing plan here for Moonbirds. We want to know that, that everybody's going to know about this project. And, you know, we assured them, don't worry. It's like, we're gonna, we've got a plan, but I think it would be good just to touch on that and explain, you know, how we're going to roll out the project to the public. So you want to tackle that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
there is a big ass plan quite quickly. <laughs> I've got uh, a notion document I just pulled up here as it's got uh, it's titled uh, Moonbirds Press. And it is, um, I am assigned to all of the tasks except for <laughs> Mao, our editor, who's assigned to one of the tasks. Um, and I believe we have 20 some lines of different tasks that need to be done um, prior, pre and post launch. So, um, yeah, the marketing side of things, um, I like to keep quiet because I would rather under promise and over deliver. And that includes leveraging um, a lot of the connections I have in terms of the podcast space, in terms of the people that I'm friendly with on on Twitter that have uh, large followings that care about these types of things, um, and not just reveal everything on day one. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let me just walk through a few things that I actually have on this list. Yeah, go fast. No, know that um, the marketing. So here, here's what we haven't told you: the website we're aiming. The official Moonbirds website is slated to go live on April 1st. Um, yeah, this is this fun. Okay, let's talk about all this stuff. So the reason why you don't promote a project early is because you need them to go someplace. And ideally, what you want to do is you want to capture as much information so that you can let these people know about the drop that's coming out. And this is all insider baseball stuff. I'll just reveal the whole playbook right here. We can't start heavily promoting things until we have the website. Once we have the website, then we have a way for people to connect and get notified via pre-mint. Not that pre-mint will be used as a, uh, an allow list or anything like that, but it's a way to capture data. You can do things like say like, hey, get notified by follow our Twitter account and then boost your Twitter following. Pre-mint has a whole slew of different mechanics and, and, and levers that you can kind of put in there uh, to, to maximize engagement and get people really excited. So we purposely held off on all press until the site is live because now we have a centralized place to point people to. So in my um, list of to-dos, it says uh, March 25th, which is today through tomorrow, is I'm slated to write Kevin Rose newsletter copy. So that's my newsletter that goes out to about 130,000 people. Um, I'm going to put together a really uh, long and lengthy newsletter kind of telling people both about, you know, I don't want to spam my newsletter because my newsletter has historically been about all the things that I'm up to. So it's going to be a general life update, some of the kind of fun little biohacks and stuff that I dabble with on the side, but then also tell people which, what a big part of my life, which is all the stuff that we're going on here proof from the Moobers launch. And expose people to that um, for the very first time. A lot of people, the number one thing I get hit up with all the time is they're pissed that they missed out on the Proof Collective launch and they want a way to find into the next thing that we're doing. So that's going out to 130,000 people. Underneath that, the netum also is to write the official uh, Modern Finance and Proof newsletter. That's another 30 some thousand people. Um, so we'll be hitting those people up as well. Um, next to that is record a podcast pre roll ad. So what that is, is that is me explaining all of the exciting stuff around Moonbirds. That will then, due to our podcast platform that we use, we can put that at the very beginning of every single podcast we've ever recorded. It's kind of a pre-roll, um, and it's automatically spliced and injected in there as people download current and past episodes of every podcast. So that will reach you know hundreds of thousands of people as we're ra- ramping up to this. Um, the pre-roll will just be a simple little 20-second, hey, just a heads up, this is our next project. You can find it at Moonbirds XYZ, blah, blah, blah. So that I'm slated to record on the 26th, which is Saturday tomorrow. Um, April 1st, tweet about the website launch. Uh, April after Discord to tweet about the website. April 1st, turn pre-roll live on all podcasts. April 2nd, brief all the influencers. So I have a long list of influencers that we mentioned earlier. And just, uh, cool. just yeah. to interrupt, interrupt you for a second, Kevin, I think sometimes people forget you have 1.6 million followers on Twitter. So that's uh, pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's certainly uh, a great channel for us to, to kind of like be going out and, and getting people excited. So 
you know, it's like leveraging all these channels. And then like, the April 2nd is reaching all the influencers. So I'll be doing a video walkthrough of the project to all the influencers, asking them, you know, which one, the, which um, influencers want to get behind this. Some of them that are even more busy, they may have other things going on um, that are, you know, big influencers that are running big corporations or big other media outlets. I'll record a video for them and send them a very private, you know, one-on-one email saying, hey, we'd love to have you involved here. Watch this one minute video and tell me if you want to be involved. And so those folks are all going to be notified on April 2nd. Um, sending out uh, the newsletters on April 4th. Um, we have a kind of pre, like pre-launch newsletter that's also slated to go out to everyone to remind people um, that uh, we're about to go live. I have a recorded nesting video walkthrough. So it'll explain all the nesting mechanics that'll be on April 11th. Um, and then the tentative plan, and this could shift due to all of the crazy things that we're doing in terms of the development side, but the next full moon is on April 16th. And that's when we plan to launch and go live is on the next full moon. I purposely left out a couple things on this press list in terms of other podcasts that I'm going to be appearing on and things like that, because I don't want to, to kind of, you know, it's on those podcasters to announce to their audience that I'm going to be on the show and all that. I'm not talking about my podcast. Um, so I will be a other podcast to also talk about this project. Some yeah. reach millions of people. So it's going to be, it's going to be a media blitz and, yes. and we cannot wait. And quick before we move on though, just to reiterate again, to echo, make it clear. We're eyeing April 16th as that date. April 16th. You heard it here first. Yep. It's going to be exciting. Um, and the neat thing about what's happening at Proof is, is that um, not only is Kevin getting a, a lot of inbound requests uh, for media coverage, they're starting to come to me as well now. So I'll be appearing on a bunch of podcasts as well. I know that um, Carly and I from Overpriced JPEGs are already talking and, um, you know, we're going to be everywhere. Um, so I'm really excited to, to spread the, the Moonbirds um, gospel far and wide. could connect me to Guy Fieri. I would love to take a trip to Flavor Town to talk Moonbirds. So <laughs> that's, that's my only request. We, that we'll might happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll it's going to happen now. That's for sure. So um, the other thing to mention is, and this is such an important piece of these PF things, is um, this is just the pre-launch press. Like, this is a very, very, yep. the one thing that, you know, we said about the Proof Collective um, is that we said it's a three-year venture. And we, we kind of locked in the dates. Like, you have access to this for three years. We, we, we're probably going to do a season two, blah, blah, blah. There's no expiration to, to Moonbirds. Like, this is an ongoing multi-year like life's work kind of project for how we can build and redefine what a utility NFT is, what a metaverse is, what it means to have culture around an NFT. Um, oh, the other thing to mention on this thing is that you have to, two things we haven't mentioned, I think that are really important. One, you own all the IP of your PFP. So when you get your Moonbird and it's in your wallet, you own the rights to all of that. You can market it, you can resell it on t-shirts, you can do anything that you want to do. We thought that was very important and hats off to um, everyone at Board Apes that kind of pioneered that and said, I'd be back to the, the, the holders, which is great. Um, the other thing, too, that I want to mention um, that is really, it's really tricky and it, it's very expensive, but it's something we want to do in the contract when we launch this in the smart contract. It is going to be, um, you know, we're going to do IPFS hosted so that it's not centralized, so that it's, you know, out there and host it in the right way so that it's a durable project that will last forever. But the, the one step further is not what's called um, on-chain, but it's actually in-chain, like where the rendering actually happens uh, on, within the contract. Um, the higher fidelity you get 
the more expensive that is to do. Um, Divergence is purposely writing into this contract. And so you know how smart contracts work when they're deployed, you're kind of like they're out there and they're done and it's, it's hard to update them. They're purposely leaving the door open so that we can link to another contract so we can put this fully in chain as well so that the rendering will switch from IPFS to fully in chain. There are only like two projects in the entire oh. world to do this right now. It's a matter taking and it's a serious amount of capital to both code this and deploy it um, in chain. But it's something that we're committed to doing for the long term. I can't, it's not going to happen on day one. It's just too much work. Um, but it will definitely, that's a transition path that we're looking to. It's even one step further and beyond anything that is done on the IPFS side. And it means that the the long-term archival and durability and rendering of this will forever be on the blockchain, not just linked to an IPFS file, um, so, which we think will be around forever, but you never know, right? So this so is a different one. Yeah, I it's, love it. it's, it's something we don't, you, no one has to do. You don't have to do this in the project. But when you think about how long you want this to be around for and the security and and um, and just the archival nature of what this has to be fully on chain and rendered in chain. So yeah. um, that's going to happen. Want to be to be around for your grandkids. So um, let's let's move on um, past the marketing plan, which uh, I can't wait for. And <laughs> I think it's going to be fun to, again to just like we're going to not overpromise. We're going to overdeliver. So I'm excited to, to do that. Um, and then when you all see the art, um, it's just, you're going to love it. I mean, it's, it's so collectible. Oh my gosh. It's going to be fun. So let's move on to, okay. We've been teasing this a lot and Moonbirds are the key to high rise. So let's talk a little bit about what we're thinking there. So people understand how big we're thinking. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, a tough one to dance around because it's, um, in some sense, it, the, the second you talk about your plans publicly and when you know you're a few months out from actually launching something uh, from a d- development standpoint, um, you don't want to give away too much because there are many, uh, many hungry engineers out there that can go after anything and, and build stuff with equipment. So um, we, we know that we want to build and play in the world of the metaverse. And so when you think about metaverse, what, is that, what does that really mean if you break it down to its, its kind of core first principles like bare bones and for us, it means a way to connect with community um, that is 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 different um, and, and unique and more immersive than just um, what's happening in Discord. So Discord is at, at its very at its, its bare barest is just you know a chat conversation between multiple people um, or announcements. And when we think about what we're doing in high rise, the reason it, the code name is High Rise, and we haven't finalized on the, on the name yet because High Rise as a trademark is taken, and we want to make sure to, to own the IP around. Um, I'm sorry, not own the IP, but own the trademark. Now, there's a difference between those two things. Um, it, we we are looking for the name, but the, the the placeholder speaks to kind of where we see things going in terms of the the existing metaverses that are out there today. When I jumped into them. And I want to say this, knowing that a lot of you can have fun in these worlds and, and do have fun in these worlds. And, and, and it's not to slam it, these, they won't work. Um, but it's, it's, it's just to highlight how ours is slightly different. When you think about what Facebook is building and Centraland and, uh, you know, CryptoVoxels and uh, Sandbox and some of the others, largely they've all agreed upon the same um, operating environment in that they think expansive 3D world. You look around in all dimensions um, you can traverse across ter- terrain, um, and that can be fantastic when you have something to do. And so what does that mean when you have something to do? When you have a meetup, if there's a meetup, and I've been in part of these in CryptoVoxels and others, 
where hundreds or thousands of people get together and they have a great time and great conversation. A little awkward. There's these weird <laughs> flying avatars and things like that going on. But largely it's, it's what we've built past. I mean, if you think about Second Life 15 years ago, um, you know, these worlds, these, these 3D worlds have been built and, and we, we've known that environment. I was really disappointed when I saw the Facebook presentation for their metaverse and they showed two people sitting across each other in VR playing chess. And I was like, well, I held me Facebook stock, which I didn't. I would have sold it right then and there. <laughs> Dude, chess? Like, I was doing that on AOL and like, like, with, with, just like, it, it, it showed a lack of imagination. And I, I, I kind of just thought we could do better than this. So, Amen. you know, when I think about community, you know, we think about these, these kind of cliques that are coming together, these tribes that are coming together. And we see that happening in DAOs, right? You got Flamingo DAO, you got the Lao, you've got Unicorn DAO, you've got all these fantastic DAOs that are coming together that are really people saying, I subscribe to the beliefs and purposes and, and, and what's going on here. Um, so I want to be part of this community. And then, it, then it's kicked off in Discord, right? But what if in high rise, in my mind, is you can think of high rise almost like a building. And every tenant has a floor in, in, a, in, a, in such a building. And, and the buildings are kind of around uh, purposes, like, like uh, DAOs, for example. Um, I don't want to go into a lot more detail than that, but know that we're thinking about things in a much more if like the Sims and GeoCities had a baby than, um, you know, if these like long, expansive 3D worlds. So I, I love that. That's and, also, and also, we want there to be purpose. So like, where is the best place to not only interact with, with the people that you're part of, but also have a way to show off and showcase your favorite NFTs, to have conversations around those NFTs. Um, you know, so the, the product that we're building is radically different than what's out there. And I think a lot of these are the, I own sandbox land. And the reason why I own sandbox land is because they're building such fun little mechanics, almost like around gaming in a sense. And those, in those types of worlds will be wildly success, successful. Like World of Warcraft is a metaverse. It's just a game and it's not decentralized the way that the future right. games will be. But those types of Roblox and, and all of these, um, there will be very successful, expansive 3D worlds that are metaverses. So those are coming. That's just not us. And so yeah. our, ours is much more um, uh, tribe focused and, and collector focused and the tooling that we will build around that. And as a Moonbird holder, you will get access to that world in a very unique way and have a first uh, front row seat to all that. Of course, it's a proof collective holder as well. And you will be rewarded as a nester uh, with places to do things in that, in that, in that world. So Amen. it's like, so exciting. Yeah. It's, it's very, very exciting because, um, why get out of bed and work on anything? If you're just doing a copycat, when I, when I first joined, um, Google, uh, many years ago, they, they had bought my company and they were like, Kevin, we want you to join Google plus. And, and, and this is like, we're taking on Facebook and they, 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 and I was like, okay, cool. Tell me, tell me what you're building. Like, what are we, what are we doing? What's, what's the plan here? And they're like, oh man, you know, you got to get inside Google first because it's, you know, it's all NDA. It's all this like secret right. building, but trust us, you know, you got to come inside. And I got there and um, I was just like, oh man, they're just, they're, it's, it's feature parody with, with Facebook. It's just like, they just wanted to do and that's exactly it. what Facebook was doing and that's it. And there was no, I'm like, we're the big plant here. And, right. and then, and so I, I pushed on a few things. I pushed to buy Instagram. They said no to that. This is before Instagram was sold. Um, and, and I realized my hands were tied and I, Google was very cool. They let, they said, yeah, okay, then maybe this isn't the place for you. And that's when I bounced over and, and spent three years over at Google Ventures. So it was nice to, to make the, the move. I only lasted two months in Google plus. I was like, <laughs> I'm out, but it's because as a product builder, I don't want to just something that somebody else has done. And I know that all of us approve feel the same way. It's like, 
Why? There's no fun. There's no jumping out of bed with excitement in the morning if you're doing that. And so expect our metaverse to be wildly different and the moon towards to be your, your access to that. Oh, so exciting. That was awesome. You've well, longer than anybody else here in uh, Google+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be so fun uh, to, to go on this journey with all of you. I mean, all of you Proof Collective holders, you know, you're getting an absolute first row seat to this um you're getting first access to moonbirds which is great but then you know we're expanding to you know potentially eight thousand or more new holders um, who are going to be part of this community and then you know we're gonna we're gonna launch uh high rise and, and it's just going to be a really fun journey and i keep saying this in the discord um you know be patient like it and, and let us prove to you what we're capable of and it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to do that you know some people say gosh but, but proof collective is only three years like what's going to happen um, but you know, I think already we've proven that we can deliver value to you all and, and we're only three months in like, so it's going to be a really fun ride. Uh, oh man, Grails can't wait. I, I'm excited for Grails V2. Oh, I, I had a connection yesterday to speak an artist out to me yesterday who I never thought would want to be a part of Grails, who was like the really well-known artist that I would have loved to have in the first time. And they're like, let's jump on a call and talk about Grails too. And I was like, oh damn. Oh shit. <laughs> Dude, love that. Oh. It's going to be so much fun, Dad. I, I can't even wait. I mean, yeah, it, it's going to be a blast. So um, we've got some cool questions coming in that I've been writing down from the community in the Discord. Um, so, you know, so far we've tackled, okay, what's the dynamic uh, and mechanic? You know, what's the launch date, April 16th um, on, on the full moon? Um, we've talked about how Moonbirds will play a little bit into high rise, and we've talked about nesting. Uh, we've talked about the art, um, and uh, we've covered a lot. We could go into questions now and we can cover those or, or Kevin and Justin, you want to tackle anything else? I, I would say unless there's uh, one or two that we haven't addressed that you see there, um, we should cover those. Um, if not, um, we can bounce. I, I'm literally, so it's funny, the second before I jump into this proof of space, but I was on, I like, did an interview with someone that I can't extend an offer to. She's, she's amazing. Um, so I'm like packed with stuff. I'm ready to get back to work. But are there, are there a couple questions that, uh, that jumped out that we should answer? There's quite a few, and I think it's around pretty effectively in the Discord, honestly. Um, and I, I actually do have a meeting uh, uh, that I, I need to get to, I just realized. So I, I think we should probably wrap it up and thank everybody for joining us. Yeah, and also know, everyone, that we're, we're if you have questions that we didn't answer today and we do have them written down, we, this is not the last one before we launch. We're going to do these on almost a weekly cadence um, and keep talking about as things evolve and as we're getting closer to this launch. So there'll be plenty of time for you to um, dig deeper and, and ask uh, other questions. So if, if we didn't get to anything you had concerns about today, know that there'll be other opportunities. And, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been awesome. Love it. And we'll use the Twitter uh, as well for uh, putting some more information out there now that we've already made some announcements on this. So uh, if you're not in the Discord, that's going to be the best place to be able to stay updated. Cool. Yeah. And, and the last thing too, they should follow our Twitter account. Um, we're uh, moonbirds underscore XYZ is the official Twitter account for the moonbirds um on this space i i oh, logged it into this space so you should be able to see <laughs> it there awesome thanks y'all um kevin just great to hang out thanks everybody for joining us um we had thousands of people here we really appreciate you and and thanks for joining in and we'll see y'all soon take care have, have a great see weekend all right that is it for this episode thanks so much for tuning in if you would like to help us out head on over to proof.xyz and click on the reviews button at the very top and leave us a five-star review thanks so much take care Thank you.